right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Tuesday, November the 16th of 2021. Another long night for KP and I. We hosted an event last night on the campus of Arkansas State in Jonesboro for St. Jude and Red Wolves for St. Jude. So uh, we're struggling. Okay, so... Full disclosure, what time do you, what's the last time you looked at before you laid down to close your eyes and go to sleep? Uh, 1220, 1230. Yeah, like I that. think mine was like 12, 12.09 or yeah. something like that. that and I was hard. like, well, I'll be up in about three hours. I wasn't even <laughs> tired, though. And that becomes a recurring theme if you yeah. hear, you know, we do a lot of different stuff. Just because we do morning radio doesn't mean that we don't do other stuff. Like, we're busy all the time. Um, but for whatever reason, so many of the things happen late at night and we wake up so freaking early. So we're a little bit exhausted. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I do want to let you know that this morning, you know, I told you last week I was trying to really do good on my food and ate those hard boiled eggs and oatmeal for breakfast Mm -hmm. this morning. Like I have to take some medicine because uh, if you missed a show yesterday, I had this little infection that almost cost me my vision. Um, so I'm on uh, some antibiotics right now. And my debate was, do I want to down a protein shake after three hours of rest? And I'm like, no. Uh, and I'm like the antibiotic on a empty stomach, probably not the best idea. So I went to the pantry trying to figure out what it was going to be today. And I saw those little uh, Christmas tree, little Debbie cakes. <gasps> Y'all have some of those. Oh yeah. Those are the best. As soon as they show up on the end cap at a store, I'm picking those up because here's what's great. They're the little, they're the little cakes and they're so soft, but then like the sprinkles on top where they add that little bit of crunch. Yes. And the best. Okay. What's the best bite? What do you mean? Oh, Oh, the tip. The tip of the Christmas tree. The top of the Christmas tree. That's the best buy Mm -hmm. because there's, I don't know, just more cakey edges. And like you give me brownies at home, I don't want the edges. But something about the Christmas tree cakes. I know. They're good. They're freaking good. I didn't go with those this morning, though, Hmm. because that's what I wanted. But I'm like, I don't know if I should start with sweets right off the bat. So I grabbed some cheddar cheese crackers. (laughs) That's going to be my breakfast this morning. That's that's weird. Well, I didn't have anything else. You mean to eat some rice and chicken? No, but like, I just can't. I, typically, you talk about going for something sweet. So just all of a sudden grabbing some some salty crackers? Well, no, because they're the orange crackers, you know? Yeah. The ones that have the cheese in the middle. See, I, I prefer the ones with the peanut butter in the middle with the orange cracker. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kai likes the ones with the cheese, and typically I don't eat those. So that's going to be what you have to listen to me eat in a minute oh, wow. as I prepare to take my antibiotic. Uh, oh, my god! <clears throat> and I didn't bring my entire oh. medicine bottle, but I did do this. What is that? Did you wad it up in a – what is it? Well, I didn't want my pill to get dirty, so I put it in a paper oh, towel. Oh, my god! This is my little blue pill. Uh-huh. hope it's the right yeah. one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no pictures today. Uh, <laughs> today is Tuesday, November the 16th. It is National Button Day. Button. Yeah. Like a button. Yeah. Fasten okay. up those buttons or loosen up those buttons, as the Pussycat Dolls would say. It's also National Check Your Wipers Day and National Fast Food Day. Oh. So we can celebrate our favorite fast food as we go throughout the show this morning as well. We appreciate you guys getting up and. Letting us be a part of your morning. You might have to carry us through this early part, though. <laughs> so, well, y'all entertain us today. We'll just sit back and it's on y'all. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1997, and Shania Twain had the number one song in country music on this day. The
Come on now. Gone and done it. Shania Twain, 24 years ago today, Love Gets Me Every Time was number one. Shania was on top of the world at this point, selling out everywhere, huge hits. Every time. Well, I gonna, Number one on this day in 1997. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Tuesday mornings here, November the 16th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. All right, gotcha gossip today on Taylor Swift. But you keep my old scarf from that very first week. Cause it reminds you of innocence and it smells like me. You can't get rid of it. Cause you remember it all too well. It's one of the songs off of the re-released Red, It's All Too Well. There's a 10 minute version of the short film, all that stuff. So there was a deal posted online that uh, really has Taylor Swift and her family freaking out because there's a young lady whose name is Grace and her grandfather just so happens to be uh, Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World, Aww. right? Which is really sweet. You think back to Mr. Feeney. I didn't realize at this point he's 94 years old Ooh. and he's out endorsing Taylor Swift's new album, I guess, because his granddaughter is a fan and she's like, hey, granddad, could you make a video to Taylor Swift? So what you're going to hear is Mr. Feeney the teacher from Boy Meets World, talking about Taylor Swift. Now picture this. He's seated. He's 94. He's wearing like the red flannel like Taylor has on and all of the album art stuff. Here's Mr. Feeney. Hello, it's Phil Daniels. You know, some things get better with age, like the wisdom of Mr. Feeney. So I'm here to tell you to listen to the new and better version of Red by Taylor Swift mostly based on the recommendation of my granddaughter, Grace. (laughs) And as you know, all too well. Believe in yourself, dream, try, do good. So Taylor Swift is freaking out because she was a fan of Boy Meets World. She says in a quote, 
Uh, she says, my brother and I are freaking out. We're huge fans. This is so awesome. Thank you. And thank you, Grace. Aww. So if you want to check it out, it's all over social media today. The return of Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. Got your gossip on Taylor Swift and John Mayer? I want to ride through the halls of my high school. I want to scream at the top of my lungs. Okay, so the re-release of Taylor Swift's breakup song, All Too Well, which what we're talking about, which is the song that is allegedly all about Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, now we've kind of been given a look uh, into how serious Taylor Swifties are about I don't know, trying to protect her. Some of these fans are so invested that they're even getting a head start on attacking John Mayer. Now, John was the subject of Taylor's breakup song, Dear John. She actually used his name. Uh, That's on her album, Speak Now, which hasn't even been re-recorded yet. But these Swifties are kind of getting an early jump to, you know mess with him because he dated her and whatever right, right? So, so they can't they're not doing well enough alone they're not leaving well enough alone by just attacking Jake Gyllenhaal they're jumping the gun and going yes. John Mayer so one woman actually sends John Mayer a DM and says and says well I can't quote it because basically she told John what he could do okay. uh, she called him ugly called him another mean word wow. and then quote said uh, said quote I hope you choke on something answer me you blank are you serious? Yes. Well, guess what? John Mayer answered. No. This is John Mayer. He said, quote, Hi, Alondria. It's John. I've been getting so many messages like this the past couple of days. I decided to choose your message at random to reply to. You can feel free to screenshot, share in any way you like if you want. I'm not upset. I just tend to have a curious mind and feel compelled to ask, do you really hope that I die? Oh, dang. So in response, the lady made a video saying, I'm sorry, my friend literally dared me to do that. She's a Taylor fan. And I'm like, it was a dare. I'm sorry. Now, here's the thing. She was a little bit younger. I would say maybe 18, 19, 20. Gotcha. Uh, So there's that. But John Mayer responded again, told her it was cool. But he said, hey, so it's a fun thing people are doing without taking into account that I might see it and be affected by it. So the woman was like, you know what? People are going to be a thousand times more mean to you when the album is released. So take care. Wait, so she fired up at him after he was like, hey, chill? Yeah. So I have a feeling Taylor may have to end up, I don't know, addressing some of her fan base and just say, hey, I want you to be a a diehard fan. But uh, maybe we shouldn't wish death to people. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. Yeah. That's why. Kind of silly. I got you gossip today on Dancing with the Stars. There was a double elimination last night on Dancing they said goodbye to the Olympic gymnast, Suni Lee, and Melora Harden, who was oh, Jan yeah. Levinson on The Office. Uh, that means we're down to the final four for next week's finale. In the final four, you have JoJo Siwa, Iman Schubert, Cody Rigsby, and Amanda Klutz, all a part of the final four, dancing for the Mirrorball Trophy. And what did I tell you at the very first of the season? I believe you. Who did you predict? Kaya Gerber, I think. No, no. Oh, no, no. It was Amanda Klutz. No. No, it wasn't Amanda Klutz. Was it it The Miz? No. No, it wasn't The Miz. You hate it when I'm right. JoJo Siwa. It was JoJo Siwa. I I think she'll she'll end up uh, getting the mirror ball. We'll find out next week. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got your gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. This is Arkansas's morning show. Oh. <laughs> you know it already? Yes. No, you don't. I do. Name it. Barney. Yep. Barney is a dinosaur from our imagination. And when he's tall, he's what we call a dinosaur sensation. <laughs> All right, so I guess. Uh, Aww. 
Aww. I guess Kurt was a fan of Barney. Yeah, sorry if you're driving in the car right now, buddy. He Does he was. still watch it? On you know, Peacock? every once in a while he likes to go back and relive the fun Barney memories at the age of 18. Bring yeah, him. I get it. I yeah. get it. Old fruit salad himself. <laughs> Curdy G. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a heads up. If your kids loved Barney, maybe your kids currently love Barney. Peacock is about to do a docu-series, a three-part docu-series on Barney the Dinosaur. So basically what they're going to chronicle is uh, the the rise of Barney, how this show took off and was massive. Like every kid from that generation loved Barney the Dinosaur. And they had several kids that would, you know, I guess seasons of kids that would come through and they would do the choreography, they would do the songs and the acting and all that, and they would have new groups every year. So it was a big deal, and a lot of kids loved it. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because it got so popular and so big, then it became like a deal where people started to kind of pick on Barney. Right. Uh, they say that Barney became the target of hate and rage across pop Aww. culture, the early internet, and playgrounds around the world. Yep. So what they're going to do with Peacock is they're going to do these exclusive interviews, and they're going to go back through archived footage of the cast and the crew and even critics talking about Barney. Wow. So it's a three-part docuseries coming to Peacock, which – Sounds like, you know, for some people, nostalgia fans, that could be a really big deal. This was my favorite part. I love you. I love you. Was that you? You love me. We're a happy family with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Won't you say you love me too? So, Barney is headed to Peacock, and young people are going crazy about it this morning, including Kelly's 18-year-old, old Fruit Salad himself. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. So as soon as I get paid, my wife decides it's time to go shopping, and she came home with uh, some new bras, (laughs) industrial strength, Oh, okay. And she also she also came back with dog clothes for the holidays. <laughs> That's a good combination. And I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, and I know people love their dogs. I love my dogs. But my mm-hmm. dogs don't want to wear those stupid outfits. But I think that they do. They don't. There is no dog who says, hey, dress me up in a onesie and let me walk around. Because here's the deal. These onesies fit their legs and they go over the top of their body, but their privates are hanging out. Well, they have to go to the bathroom, Brandon. You want them to have like a little flap and then when you let them out to go to the bathroom, you undo the flap? I don't know. You think just to me, it's it's typically their privates are out. No, I know. Isn't that wild like that? That's just what they do. But I'm sitting here going, do we really need to buy these animals clothes because what they do as soon as you put them on is they stand there like what is happening to me like they're frozen and then they try to take them off they're scratching them off yeah i know we never learn it's the same reason when we buy dog beds they end up being destroyed how do we not learn this you just think that maybe the next one will be the one that makes it through We've been doing this with the the Cavalier King Charles Spaniels for seven years now. But it keeps them warm. It doesn't really keep them warm. They're little thin gimmicks. And then they get dirty and because they go outside and they roll in them because they're trying anything they can do to get them off. It's like when you're a kid and you're forced to wear some type of an itchy sweater. Let me ask you something. Does Kai laugh when 
Leslie puts on the things and the dogs run around for the first time. Oh, they, Is there laughter in the family? They think it's hilarious. Look at me in the face. Do you kind of giggle? No. You're a liar. I'm thinking about the expense. No, you're yes, a liar. You're seeing them run around and you're giggling. It, so it's worth it. It's a social media gimmick. It's a celebration with the family. The dogs really don't want to wear it. It's just something to put on social media. It's like she's building her own bits. She doesn't even have a show. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm, I don't. Yeah, you no, do. I don't. Yes, you do. You're just not allowed to agree with me anymore now that y'all are besties. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. Well, 44-year-old guy named Frank Towers got arrested in Minneapolis after he stripped down to his birthday suit at the airport and started doing some unflattering things, then got into it with a TSA agent and threatened to kill him. And when airport police told him to stand down, he refused because, quote, it's a free country. When they confronted him, he just picked up one of those things with the strap on it that they use to create lines before you go through security, and he was swinging it around like a weapon. Remember, he's in his birthday suit. Imagine if you were at the airport seeing this. He swung it around, threw it at the agent, Then the police confronted him, and that's when he dropped the line, it's a free country. Now, they eventually had to tase him. That line is something I would have said when I was a kid, like I was 10. Right. It's a free country. I can do what I want. Right. So uh, when checking the security footage later, they also recovered footage of him punching and headbutting TV screens. Oh, my gosh. And he threw a chair at one point, so he was not having a good day. But Frank is facing felony charges for threats of violence and fourth-degree assault. So speaking of going through airport security, why does TSA like to hire dentists as supervisors? Ooh, I have no idea. Because they already are experts in performing cavity searches. All right. How about that? No, I got it. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, still choking. (laughs) Brandon. Never listen to somebody's advice when they say, hey, you don't really need much liquid with that pill. It's a big pill. I didn't say that. Who who takes a pill with hot coffee? I didn't know that's all you had over there. Well, you saw that I didn't have anything, and now I have this pill stuck in my throat, and I have to talk for a living. it's my fault. It is your fault. Uh Because I told you to take the what? A pill, an antibiotic. Antibiotic. How do you say it? Antibiotic. Okay, that's that's what I said. there's something that, yeah, you just... It's hurting me. I physically feel like I only have wind coming through one pipe. I'm being serious. Okay. Well, it's better than it was a second ago. How do you know? You can't judge my throat. Well, you were panicking a little bit more earlier. <clears throat> Let me turn this down just for a second. Okay. This is not the greatest oh, radio. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did that dislodge it? I don't think so. Okay. Well. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's not a good idea to advise somebody to take a stupid pill with very little liquid. Okay, you know what? I apologize. I'm sorry. And I scorched my throat, too, so now it's stuck and it's burning. Okay. This is not my day. Okay, so I was reading a deal this morning that the average person plans on gaining some weight over the holidays. Oh. (laughs) Yep, here we are. We're in that season where people just start wearing baggy clothes and they give up. Because what we do as, as society is we say it's the holidays. And as opposed to just eating bad on Thanksgiving and the day after, maybe on Christmas, we eat bad for two months and blame the holidays. That's so true. And really, you can tell this is real. Really, it starts with Halloween. 
That's where I really think we start messing it up because we have all that candy laying around. And you start having parties at school and with friends and all that kind of stuff, and it just keeps building. Yeah. So they say the average person thinks they're going to gain about eight pounds over the holidays, which is more weight than what we gained last year. The average person said they were going to gain about seven. So what people say, though, is 90% of people say they just want to enjoy the holidays. They don't want to have to worry about what they eat. That's me. I'm not worrying about it. A lot of people say they feel like they deserve to treat themselves by the end of the year, like they survived the year. Yeah. And the last year and a half hasn't been easy on anybody, Mm -mm. you know, so... I guess that's the way you look at it. They say the top signs that you've overindulged for the holidays. They say you know you've eaten too much when you have to unbutton or loosen your belt. You know? Yeah. Unbutton your pants, loosen your belt. They say if you eat so much you feel sick, that's another sign you've overindulged. (laughs) Or, and this is probably more so for the ladies, I guess maybe guys too with the joggers and stuff like that. When you go for the stretchy pants, oh, yeah. more than likely you've eaten a little bit too much for the holidays. I got my stretchy pants on. Terry. That song is actually called Stretchy Pants. It's new from Carrie Underwood. You can check it out on the blog. And there's also a way that you can help to donate to the store, which is a deal in Nashville that Brad Paisley and his wife Kimberly put together to kind of feed people during the pandemic. Uh, Stretchy Pants and the proceeds will go toward the store in Nashville. So are you going to be wearing stretchy pants? I should have worn them last night, evidently, from the look of some Uh, of the pictures. My wife was on the front row last night, as you know. Uh, for the Masked Singer event, mm-hmm. and she was there close, and she took some pictures. Now, when you're on the front row and you're taking pictures up at a stage, and the lighting, you know, spotlights and stuff like that, what my wife was sending me were pictures that I was not happy with. And it wasn't that I was mad at her, and it wasn't her fault. I was unhappy with myself, and I was like, is this what people see? Have you ever seen pictures of yourself, like, not posed, where you're like, is this how people view me? Yes. That's exactly what I saw last night. I was like, I think I'm going to retire everything I have. But, and she made a good point. She said, I'm not going to send you pictures that I think you look bad in or that you're going to think you look bad in. Right. But, okay, let me go back. She was giving you very nice compliments. No, she was sweet. And Kai was sweet, too, because I think they felt bad because they knew I was on the verge of a fry out. (laughs) I've already deleted the ones I didn't like. Yeah. I got rid of those things quick. So I was thinking about starting a, a diet here, and then I read Mm-mm. that story about the holidays. I'm like, maybe it's not the best time to start a diet right before the holidays. Yeah, because it's exhausting. What is exhausting? You it talking about what you look like in certain angles. I hate angles. I, I think I should be if – if I could be a statue when I go out in public and people only are allowed to take pictures from a certain <laughs> – like this certain side, this certain angle, that would be the best way to do it. We kind of already do that. I know that. That's exactly – it's very manufactured. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true. And I get it. Like, my wife was just, we were talking, we were busy, but I was like, oh, I'm not happy with myself. And then, then I hear you, and you're like, oh, it doesn't matter. And then Leslie sees a picture of herself, and she's not happy with herself. Mm-hmm. There was a point at dinner last night where Kelly's like, I am exhausted from y'all. Yeah, I did. Yep, so. I was. But, I mean, we have to, to do better positivity talks with ourselves. Yeah. So if anybody wants to talk positive to me, I can use all the positive <laughs> today. If y'all wanna, and you know what? Me too. If y'all want to help us out, you can reach out to us on socials and say something nice. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. 
Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthday sport today, Tuesday, November the 16th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Sabrina Rogers of DeWitt, who turns 50 today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sabrina. Also celebrating today, Amanda Arnold of Jonesboro celebrating. Matthew Horner has a birthday. Amanda Gill, happy birthday. Shirley Gamble of Jonesboro celebrates today. Michael Slater is having a birthday. Austin Frames from Wynn. Lisa Newberry of Jonesboro. And we have Lee Curry. Of Jonesboro, who celebrates today as well. I'm trying to get rid of that film. Yeah. Uh, and if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy, happy birthday. birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. So remember that Walmart yodeling kid that got went viral for being able to yodel? He was really, really little. Yeah, 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 yeah. His name's Mason Ramsey. He's now 15, and today is his birthday. Uh, Let's see here. I have the Walmart yodeling. Do you want to go back? Yeah. This was posted like three and a half years ago. This is Mason. He was was pretty young doing this. I don't know what I do. All I do is say goodbye. He's literally standing in the aisle at Walmart, and people are just standing there watching him do that. Anyway, happy birthday to Mason Ramsey, who celebrates his birthday today. Uh, Pete Davidson is 28 today. Of course, he's on SNL. He has uh, been tied to Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Kaya Gerber, and possibly now, Kim Kardashian. How about that? Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Pete. (laughs) Happy birthday, Pete. (laughs) Maggie Gyllenhaal is 44. That's Jake Gyllenhaal's sister. She's been in The Deuce, The Dark Knight, and Elizabeth Darko in Donnie Darko. Brandy Glanville is 49 from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Lisa Bonet is 54. That was Denise Huxtable on The Cosby Show. She's married to uh, Jason Momoa, or that's her boyfriend. Okay. Was she the one who was with Lenny Kravitz, too? Yes. Okay, so gotcha. Lisa Bonet. And happy birthday to Marge Helgenberger. She's 63. That's Catherine yep. Willows on CSI. And happy birthday today to Brian Abrams from Color Me Bad. You may remember them or him from this song right here. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I do that song. That song yeah. That was a big hit. They also, they had another hit too, and it was called All for Love. Do you remember this yes. one? Yes.
Day goes out to my good friend Brian Abrams from Color Me Bad, who turns 52 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Tuesday morning, November the 16th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, we have Country Music News today on Taylor Swift. Losing him is blue like I never know. Missing him is dark gray all alone. So there's no doubt that when Taylor Swift comes out with new music or re-released old music that people go crazy for it. And she does such a great job marketing herself. Mm -hmm. And like the short film Mm -hmm. that came out last week that had all the girls crying all too well. And now we have a brand new music video for the song, I Bet You Think About Me. This is a song that features Chris Stapleton. Uh, the video is directed by Blake Lively, and it starts off with the actor Miles Teller. So Miles is the uh, the guy uh, who's at his wedding, and the idea at this point is, is that his ex shows up at the wedding, and guess who the ex is? It's Taylor Swift, mm. and she starts causing problems. She's dressed in all red, and she starts destroying the cake, and teaching kids bad things and uh, he's watching this and kind of being like, Ooh, wow. Not exactly the best way. Because again, this is all about, she was with miles teller before, and now she's there to crash the wedding. The song is called, I bet you think about me. I thought I'd give you a little sneak peek at what it sounds like when Taylor Swift and Chris Stapleton are performing together. Here it is. Now the we're done and it's over. That it's hard to believe But it turned out I'm harder to forget Than I was to leave And yeah, I bet you think about me I mean, she's so dramatic And these look like big budget productions So it's Taylor Swift, Chris Stapleton Miles Teller and a video directed by Blake Lively. You can check it out this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. We have country music news today on Morgan Wallen. I love you more than a California sunset, more than a beer when you ain't 21 yet, more than a Sunday morning Lord turning some poor so found. Hallelujah. So Morgan Wallen, he's on fire. He's ready to go. He's selling out every show that comes out, and all that success is just basically paving the way for him to tour. So Morgan, uh, Morgan, <laughs> Morgan Wallen announced the dates of the Dangerous Tour, and it's massive. We're talking forty-six cities, and he's going to be performing at some of those really uh, big-time iconic venues like Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky, New York's Madison Square Garden. Can you imagine seeing him there? No, that's, wow. that's incredible. That, for a lot of people, that's the dream venue. Yes. Other than their hometown venue to play MSG in New York City, the biggest city in the world, like that's a big deal. Yeah, Nashville's Bridgestone Arena and then Staples Center in Los Angeles. But the tour kicks off in February, and it looks like he's left breaks here and there because he's going to do other appearances and festivals and yeah. stuff like that and maybe um, get to come back to award shows. 
Yeah, we'll see if that happens. Here's um, what I bet. I bet you're going to go and see a lot of these shows where he has one date announced for one city, and then all of a sudden he does the second one and the third one. It's going to be the Garth the mm-hmm. Garth uh, formula because he's selling out everywhere. Yeah, and you can find all the, the dates and ticket information at morganwallen.com, uh, but I know he's coming uh, this weekend to North Little Rock, next month to South Haven. Yeah, and those shows were like, bam, sell uh-huh. out, bam, sell out. They just kept adding days. I know. I'm telling you right now, when you look at what's going to happen with Morgan Wallen across the country, it's like the whole country is going dangerous. So, I don't want to go downtown and do what we used to. Twist the top of another round. Hell, I got enough loose screws. I'm getting tired of hurting about you. Nothing ever changes. I think I'm going to stay right here tonight. Because I could be dangerous. Because I could be dangerous. It's crazy, man. You see the trajectory of Morgan Wallen where six months ago we're like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen. And, you know, he's done his work and yeah. People are allowing them to come back. So, all right. We have country music news today on the CMA Country Christmas. They've announced performers for the show. Uh, performers include Jimmy Allen, Gabby Barrett, Breland, Brett Eldridge, yes. Lady A, Carly Pierce, the Pistol Annies featuring um, Miranda Lambert, Lainey Wilson, Carrie Underwood's going to be there as well. And again, it's all going to be hosted by Gabby Barrett and uh, Carly Pierce. So that's a big deal. CMA Country Christmas. It's our time to celebrate the holidays. It's going to air coming up on Monday, November the 29th at 7 o'clock on ABC. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is November the 16th and Today in Pop Culture in 1979. Paul McCartney put out a Christmas song that is pretty much a Christmas classic when you look back. On this day, Paul McCartney released Wonderful Christmas Time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The choir of children sing their song. Are you laughing because I was really laughing? <laughs> uh, today in pop culture in 1985, Starship hit number one with this one. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. That's a big song, man. That really was a big song. Yeah. Welcome to the 80s. 85, Starship, number one on the Hot 100. The song is We Built This City. It was a big hit, man. Say you don't know me. Come on. I recognize my face. Say you don't care who goes to that kind of place. Uh, today in pop culture in 1987, Lenny Kravitz, he eloped with his, uh, I guess, fiance at the time, Lisa Bonet. 
On her birthday, they went off to Vegas and got married. They divorced after a number of years together. But Lenny Kravitz, man, of course, you know him from, I don't know, maybe American Woman. American Woman, get away from me. Maybe you're a fan of the song Fly Away. Oh, I want to get away. I fly away. Today in pop culture in 1990, it was a big day for Kevin McAllister because Home Alone was released. He's in the mirror. He's home alone, brushing his hair. Just like the ones I used to know. Isn't that crazy? That was in 1990 that movie came out. Uh, Today in pop culture in 1994, Garth Brooks had his album Rope in the Wind certified uh, for 10 million copies sold, which was a huge deal. Now, that album featured The River. And I will sail my vessel. The river runs dry. It also featured Shameless. You know now I'm not a man who's ever been insecure about the world I've been living in. I don't the album also featured What She's Doing Now. Just for laughs, I dialed her own number, but no one knew her name. Rodeo was also on there, too. She knows his loves in Tulsa, and she knows he's gonna go. Well, it ain't no woman, flesh and blood. It's that damned old rodeo. Oh, well, it's bulls and blood. It's the dust and mud. It's the roar of a Sunday crowd. It's wide in his knuckles. The gold in the buckle he'll win. The All right, so that was Garth from 94. Today in pop culture in 2004, Mario put out this one. You should let me love you. Let me be the one. Play this one a bunch. Today, Pop Culture 2008, MTV aired the final episode of Total Request Live, TRL. That's wow. crazy. That was that long ago? Anyway, of course, that was the spot where so many of us spent our afternoons watching yes. MTV uh, to see people like Justin Timberlake, NSYNC, the Backstreet Boys, Beyonce, Mariah Carey, Eminem. Uh, Britney Spears took the top spot on the final tally of the 10 most iconic TRL videos, the video that took the spot. <laughs> Crazy 2008 when that show went off the air. I can still picture it. Yeah. Today, pop culture in 2010 for the first time ever, the Beatles' music was available for digital download as uh, they struck a deal with iTunes to put out songs like this. Before 2010, you couldn't buy that music digitally. And today in pop culture in 2019, Miranda Lambert was number one on the country album charts with her album called Wild Card. It featured this one. It featured Bluebird as well. And it featured Settling Down. Twenty nineteen for Miranda. So today is November the sixteenth, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so last night we got to host an event at Arkansas State in Jonesboro in northeast Arkansas. Uh, it was for the group Red Wolves for St. Jude. It was a fundraiser for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. 
Um, and, you know, we always believe in helping to raise money for St. Jude. We know people who have gone through there. We believe in the cause, you know, a million percent because we've seen it. We've seen it work for, for people who went there after their parents got the scariest word. And the scariest word as a parent you could ever get is, hey, your kid has cancer. Because with St. Jude, like, you know, you, you go into this automatic freakout moment and, you know, you might have to leave your job because let's say you have to stay there. What's going to happen? You can't just plan, well, here's what we're going to do. We've saved money for this because you don't save money for that. Mm -hmm. And you can't afford it if you did. Most people can't afford it. Uh, But the great thing about St. Jude is is they're going to be right there to help people regardless of their ability to pay. They might need help with treatment costs, with travel costs, with lodging costs. St. Jude's like, hey, we got this. Yeah, and it's not just about bills. They go into all the intricate stuff. So even if it's a 17-year-old girl who's in uh, a junior in high school and yeah. she's going through chemo, she's there, she's having to miss her prom. Mm-hmm. They go through the trouble of doing the prom dress, getting her ready, all of that stuff. And people don't know stuff like that. It, it's very, it's not just paying bills. It's kind of making their little dreams come true sure. and a bunch of little things in between. Yeah. When you walk through that hospital, and I know a lot of people have, have never been, so I'll, t- I'll tell you from my experience, I expected St. Jude to be, <clears throat> my first time, a very depressing place to go because there's sick kids. And you walk in there and you're like, wait, why is it so uplifting? Mm-hmm. Why does it feel so special? It's, it's because of the decor. It's because the way the whole hospital is customized to treat the kid. Uh, even the desk when they go in to check in is like kid size. So, yes, the adult behind the desk is sitting in a lower chair because they want the kid to feel big and strong and tough. And you'll see a kid come, come by with IVs and, and tubes because they've gone through treatment. Yet they're still a lot of them are smiling and they're, they're riding in a little wagon or they're pedaling a little bike through the hospital. It really is a miraculous place where we have seen and known people who went there and we didn't know if they were going to be able to get out and, and live a healthy life who now live healthy mm-hmm. lives. That's the reason Red Wolves for St. Jude raises money. That's the reason Kelly and I got to go and, and host it. We were asked if we would be there and uh, we went out there and had a good time. Yeah, I was I was worried the whole time because and, and y'all, a lot of y'all that have known Brandon for a long time, he gets up and just turns some kind of switch and doesn't get ner- which you do get nervous I, I realize that but you turn on a switch and you can start going and y'all he can make up stuff just off the top of his head and i'm not making it up like it's not false but no yeah i'm sorry it's not false he's just he's up there lying <laughs> no. he gets up there making stuff up but he's really good at adding lib and stuff like that lit did i say that right ad living yeah, adding lib. I'm not sure if I've ever added lib, but well, I have you, added. You've lib. added lib. Um, <laughs> anyway, he's really but, good at adding lib. But I'm not. That's I, my favorite quote. I leave think you've me ever alone. Done. That might be my Everyone, favorite thing you've ever said. That he's good at adding lib. <laughs> Write it down. Take a picture of it. <laughs> that's going to be in a promo. Okay. Yeah, that's it. But and and I don't mind being in front of people, but I need to have a little bit more of a. What's the word? Um, structure. A structure. And so we had structure last night. Brandon, we no. did have structure. No, we I had a format that. sheet, a run sheet. Yes, but but there was really nothing else but the run sheet. Because this is what you do, y'all. This is what he does to me. I already was feeling kind of dizzy, and I have on these shoes that do not help with dizziness. Yeah, those boots. Yeah, and uh, like knee highs. The whole time I was sending messages to your wife, going, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to pass out up here on stage here in a second. And I had eaten, I had, but it was almost like my equilibrium is off. Yeah. And there was a part we were we were watching a patient um, video, 
And I literally, I really thought, I was like, oh my, I was feeling like I was in choir back in junior high and my knees were about to give out. Boom. And I was going to pass out. And so I kept going, don't lock my knees. And I kept moving. Did you see me shifting my weight? No, I was doing the same thing though, because anytime I stand still, I start to think, is the room so- <laughs> I was like, am I moving or is Brandon moving the stage? Because literally, so we're up there on the stage and we have to be thinking about, you know, we're up there, but people are watching us too because we're on a stage in front of a crowd. So there's that little bit of pressure, like you got to make your movements right. You don't want to start slouching in that moment. Yeah. And y'all, I'll ask him a serious question, like right when we're about to go on and I'll say, hey, Brandon, what about this? And he'll go. I don't know. And he'll just walk off. <laughs> or I'll say, or, hey, what about who's, what's this this girl's name? Uh, beats me. And he'll just walk <laughs> off just to freak me out. <laughs> or they're like, hey, you have two minutes until you're on the stage. And I said, all right, I'll be, I'll be back after you go to the bathroom. Yeah. And he acts like he's going to be gone for the next five minutes and I'm going to have to do it by myself. <laughs> So I appreciate. No, that, that stuff's fun though. Yeah, because I think when I do stuff like that, though, it just it it may it might I don't know it, it might relax you in some weird way. I think it does sometimes. Like you don't you're like okay whatever if he's yeah. not worried about it I'm not going to worry about it because what the best thing that you could do if you got worried about it is just walk off. <laughs> you're right. on your own, buddy. See you. Peace out. I'm out of here. Uh, but a big thanks to Red Wolves for St. Jude for the work that they did. Uh, we were contacted by Riley Swafford, and uh, I know she worked hard. And that mm-hmm. entire crew. And this was a student organization that was uh, putting this together and producing it. So a shout-out to all of them who were so super nice to us. All of the celebrities who were there who were eventually unmasked. Mm-hmm. If you want to see who was there, the local celebrities, the regional celebrities, and some people with national exposure, you can go and check out the pictures. We have some before the masks. Uh, we're taken off and then some after the unmasking. They're all up on my socials. You can check it out on Instagram and on Facebook. Brandon Baxter in the morning on Twitter. Brandon on BBITM. I was told by uh, two of the people there. Can I mention? I-, I sent them videos. My wife recorded videos of some of the performances. And a couple of the people, when I sent them the video, talked about how their singing was brutal. And it was worse than they thought because here's what happens in The Masked Singer. You take these big, giant mascot-looking heads or costumes, and you put a microphone on the inside or they're holding the microphone. What you're not taking into account is the fact that they can't really hear the backing track. And they're breathing in all of their hot air as they sing. That's rough. I mean, it is tough. That's why we had the gig of the night. We didn't have to dress up. But um, there is a version. um, Was it Friends in Low Places? That was done by... Uh, the chief meteorologist of Region 8 News, Ryan Vaughn. Yes. So in northeast Arkansas, uh, you know, he's uh, he's the, the weatherman, the meteorologist. He was singing, couldn't hear the song, and he was just trying to go off memory on what he thought it sounded like in yep. the beats and all yep. that kind of stuff, in the tempo, and then his vocals. I mean, it was so obvious it was him, right? So I might even post that because I don't think he wants me to. I don't think he'll no, share it's it. funny. But I think I might share it. And then we had the chancellor of Arkansas State, Kelly Damphus, who I think he and his wife Beth might have had on the wrong masks. Like I think they got the head swapped <laughs> because I don't know why Damphus's <laughs> head looks so small. Yeah, he uh, he had his normal suit on, but it looked like he had really had tried to pull the other small bunny head over his head and maybe she had gotten the wrong one it was pretty funny though it was like honey i shrunk the chancellor's head yes because if you look at like you know (laughs) i posted that just a few minutes ago and then he his his uh bunny had a pink tail and then um 
Beth's had a white tail, so we thought that was funny. Yeah, I'm not really sure why he had the pink tail on the back. I did say at one point, which Kelly thought might have been a little bit... Uh, inappropriate. I wouldn't know if it was inappropriate. I said it looks... Why don't looks, you go ahead and say it and let everybody just decide? So picture the little tail, a, a full white bunny outfit with a little pink tail. And I said... <laughs> on the mic. I said it looks like he sat on Pink Panther. <laughs> and all you could see was a little bit of tail. Uh, those pictures are out on my socials if you want to check it out. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's a busy week for me. We hosted the thing last night. Red Wolves for St. Jude, the mass singer. Coming up uh, Friday, I'm hosting A-State Women's Basketball. By the way, women's basketball... Yep. Plays the Razorbacks on Friday night. Yeah, like go. that's huge. Yes, like that's a big game, mm-hmm. right? It's been a while since we've had that game. And then on Sunday, I've been invited to be a part of the Christmas tree lighting at NEA Baptist in Jonesboro. Their giant Christmas tree, and they've asked me if I would read. Is it true that you're going to climb to the very top of the tree before you read? I'm going to be the topper. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Perfect. I'm sure you'll shine real bright. Make sure I wear the right pants for that gig. No, but I'm excited to do this because, uh, number one, I've never had the chance to go and and do this type of thing. Uh, And we mentioned a few minutes ago, like, I'm very much ad lib and they'll give me some notes and I'll just kind of make it up as Mm -hmm. I go. I'm not going to be able to make up what I'm doing on Sunday with NEA Baptist. What do you mean? They've asked me to read a Christmas story out there. Not a Christmas story like the book, but they've asked me if I would read It Was the Night Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And I was told that there's going to be a big book for me to read from. And then I'm going like, well, what do I wear? Like, do I wear a Christmas sweater? Yes, I think you should shop for a Christmas sweater. I don't really wear sweaters that much. That's why you should shop, shop for one. Do I, I don't know, like, do I try to find a, a faux Santa Claus <laughs> hat or a jacket or a carry a sack i'm sure somebody could give you some i don't know if i do that options yeah and then i started to think like in my vocal tone and quality which is very much ad lib and it is what it is um i'll just do the best i can like when i'm reading twas the night before christmas do i need to read it in a in a big way like like with an accent if i need to read it with an accent but like if I were to to open it up and start, like, let's pretend I have the book. Would I say like this, "Twas the night before Christmas? No, you would never have their attention. You're going to be reading in front of children. This isn't just for kids. This is the Christmas tree light for everybody. Well, you, I'm an adult. You're not going to get my attention reading like that. So I need to be a little more exaggerative? Something. Not just like, "Twas the night before Christmas. I didn't say I was going to do it just like that. Of course I do it a little more. the night before Christmas. No, that's not how... That's how you... Uh, you and my wife accuse me of talking off air. What, mumbling? Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, you don't think I should just go, "Twas the night before Christmas. No, that's kind of boring. But that's what I sound like. They didn't... If they wanted somebody who sounded different, wouldn't they have got somebody different? Well, I think they're wanting... <laughs> they didn't wanting, say, hey, can you come up here and... They're and, wanting a more boisterous Brandon voice. They're not wanting you to... 
Like Ace 8 type stuff? Yeah. Like, welcome. No, maybe not so wrestling. Like, Twas the night before Christmas. That might scare the children. No, that's not a good yeah. one. No. Welcome. No. Twas the night before Christmas. I'm not sure where all the grovel comes from. What, what that's Is that a about. good one? No, I think it needs to be your normal voice, but just a little bit more powerful. Twas the night before Christmas, and okay. all through the house, not a creature was stirring, <laughs> not even a mouse. Oh, now there's an accent. <laughs> At the end, you decided to go with an accent. Maybe. I didn't intend. Okay, just, well, if you wanted me to do that what? a little bit bigger. I'm going to say. Yes. You need to do it big, but you also need to do it with an accent. Because I think with that, an accent. that is what is going to take it to the next level. With uh, You with think them. any yeah. Baptist would be happy with that? I'm sure they would. I, I just got a text from Kim. She said that would be great. That would be great. Fantastic. Because uh-huh. I really think that probably the reason they asked me to do it is so I would sound like somebody different. Hey, could you imitate somebody? Who is that? Could you ring? imitate somebody other than you? Sure, I'd love to. So we're going to come back from the break and you should practice. Practice. Twas the night before Christmas. Yeah, that actually. How long it, is that? Because I, I, all I can think of is like, is it what, like seven or eight lines? Twas the uh, night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. All the gingerbreads were there and cornrows up tight. Yeah, something like that. It, you're real and close. thought that St. Nicholas would come over at night. I don't know. I but can't. the story is a lot longer than what you're thinking. Okay. Is it? Yeah. You're going to be up there for a second, oh, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Twas the night before oh. Christmas and all through the house. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I think I just got canceled. <laughs> I think I, they told me not to show up for this Christmas tree gimmick. <laughs> Well, so I was going to be reading. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know about the accent, but I did. I looked to see how long this was. Twas the night before Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's a lot longer (laughs) than I thought. Don't mess up. I'll worry about every word. I know you will. And see, I don't. I wouldn't mind reading at all. Reading would be great. It's just okay. You do it. Okay. I'll just stand there. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. It's already amazing. Hello? The children were nestled. Sometimes dramatic pauses are good. Oh, that might have been a little bit too much of a pause. I thought something happened. No, sometimes. No. Sometimes dramatic pauses, though, they cause people to lean in to listen to what you're oh, saying. Oh, okay. You know, I learned I that I think everyone just leaned in. Okay. Like if, we, if you're like, ah, ah, you yell the whole time. When you finally bring your voice down, people are like, ooh, what's he saying now? They, oh. It causes them to listen differently. Okay. So if I do those dramatic pauses, I think they'll pay more attention. It might drag out the poem a little bit. but Sunday, NEA Baptist, I'll be there. Uh, Sarah Munoz from Arkansas State has said that she believes <laughs> – I think she hates me. I, I really think <laughs> she hates me. What does she believe? That I should go as an elf. Oh, my. Buddy the elf. I'm, Brandon, it's a done deal. No. Can I, someone please get us a Buddy the Elf costume? No, I don't know if that's a good one. Kids would love it. What What does it fit like? It, would it be tight? No. Would it be form-fitting? I don't think so. If it's form-fitting, I'm out. My form won't look good up there. Night, no, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna say if it's baggy, you know, like hammer pants, maybe. No, elves wear baggy clothes. I don't even know what it looks like. Okay. So anyway, we're gonna work on that and see how that goes. Twas the night before Christmas with NEA Baptist this weekend in Northeast Arkansas. <laughs>
She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know we shake hands to show we're unarmed? It was also a sign of trust that you believed the other person wasn't going to take their sword out to fight you. That's kind of where the handshake came from. I didn't know that. Yeah. I've never really carried my sword like that. So it's it came back from the the sword days, Brandon. Okay, gotcha. Did you know Nicolas Cage turned down the roles of Shrek in Shrek, Neo in Matrix, Harry in Dumb and Dumber, and Aragorn in The Lord of the Rings. I think I said that wrong. But the roles ended up going to Mike Myers, Keanu Reeves, Jeff Daniels, and uh, Viggo Mortensen. Crazy. And those though. are all iconic roles. Yeah, I know. And did you know Singapore Airlines has a special compartment in some of its planes to hold a body if someone dies on a flight? No. Yep. Oh my gosh. That is freaky. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So... Uh, a lot of people have heard the saying over the years that uh, blondes have more fun. There is this, uh, I guess there was this preconceived notion that men were hyper attracted to blondes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so many people and color their hair. Yeah, and, and you used to be a blonde, right? I did. Okay. And that's why so many people were so attracted to me back then. Because you were a blonde. Because I was a blonde as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually a natural blonde for a while, and then my hair turned darker as I got older, and then it t- turned out. <laughs> <laughs> like out of my scalp. Yeah. So anyway, uh, here's the deal. A lot of people in different generations always kind of like, ooh, the blonde, the blonde, the blonde, but now Generation Z is flipping the script. Oh, no. They're saying that if you're a blonde now, the younger generation believes that you're kind of what they would say, chuggy. Ooh, I don't know what that means, but I already don't like it. So Chugi is basically like not cool. It's <gasps> no longer cool. It's not on trend, not on point. How have you always known me to have what color hair? Blonde. What color is it right now? Um, uh, it looks start. like it's a uh, color that's in need of some more okay. color. No, I just got it darker. You did? Yeah. Huh. Okay, Brandon. You did? You can't say anything about my hair. No, I can. It looks like... It's just your roots. Well, that's have my grown real out. hair color. That's your real hair color? Yeah, the dark hair color. Okay, so you must have read this story a couple of days ago because evidently darker hair is the end thing right what? now. And blondes are chuggy. So Generation Z de- determines so many of the different style things, right? Like they were saying that side parts are no longer cool. What do you have? Um, side part. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do your pants look like today? Are they skinny? No, they're not today. Because Generation Z doesn't like skinny jeans, and they, they're they even saying like AirPods. They're done with AirPods. What, what What are we supposed to use? I guess you're supposed to go back to the big over-the-year like Bose type things and Beats and stuff. Keep up with this. But now Generation Z believes that blonde hair is outdated and the darker shades are in. So if you're walking around with blonde hair today, Girl. you might be chuggy. Girl, you just rock your blonde hair. But you might be chuggy. No. I'm just saying. You blondes, I, you just rock no, it. I'm not saying that that's a problem. <clears throat> I'm equal opportunity. But I'm just saying that, what? That was dumb. No. Should I take that back? Mm-hmm. Should Okay, I take that back. I am not. No, I am, but I'm not. I shouldn't verbalize it. Some things Correct. are better left unsaid. Correct. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. I take it back. Okay. Okay. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So my wife was, I guess, uh, creeping on my pictures I posted from the Masked Singer <laughs> event. Yeah. Red Wolves for St. Jude. Kelly and I got to host that last night, and lots of local celebrities were there, including Corey Jackson and 
Uh, the big winner last night was Mary Beth Bird, who killed it Y'all, doing Adele. Yeah, she gets up there, and I, I hear that new Adele song come on, and I'm like, there's no way. There's yep. no way right. someone's going to get up there and sing the new Adele song. And it basically was like Adele was in the costume. It was dumb. Yeah, She's it, up there. It she I'll... killed it. She's in a costume <laughs> with a, like a, a mascot head on. And sounds amazing. And she was having to take big, deep breaths yeah. with that, you know, like with all of that hot air in there. And I, when she came off the the um, the stage, oh, yeah. she took the head off and you saw her, her face was almost panicked. Like, <gasps> I can't breathe. Yeah. Like, just because she had, you know, sang an Adele song. But how did she go through three minutes of singing a song that sounds so good? Uh, it was amazing. Corey Jackson was a stormtrooper mm-hmm. last night. Uh, we had Ryan Vaughn out there. I'm not exactly sure what, I, I think, think he's a badger. He- he said he was a torn up badger that had been in some type of accident. <laughs> Him singing Garth Brooks, but not being able to hear the music. So he was just having to go off memory. That was fun. <laughs> I yep. said, man, that's good. And he, mm-hmm. he he said when he put his mask on, his ears bent over and they, they basically folded on top of each other. And he couldn't even hear himself. And then we had Kelly and Beth Danfus up there. And I believe he got the wrong head. For his bunny costume. Yeah. Because, like, the bunny body was a fluffy bunny body, but then the <laughs> head was, like, for a toddler or something. <laughs> I have that picture it up. That's one of my favorite uh-huh. pictures because, like, <laughs> if you go and you look at Beth, uh, Beth Danfus, her head is, like, appropriate normal. rabbit size head. Right. But Kelly's mm. head was not the right size head. I think they might have gotten the heads mixed up. Did he get that from the junior section? Because when he took it off, he had fur all over his face. That thing was so tight to his head. <laughs> he had little pieces of fuzz <laughs> all over his face. Yeah. Man, that was fun, though. And uh, we've shared a bunch of the stuff on social. If you want to go check it out on Instagram and on Facebook, Brandon Baxter in the morning. On Twitter, Brandon on BBITM. Kelly also, I think she basically stole the photos that I posted and posted her own gallery. Much I the also same as posted mine. some with me and your wife. And your son. That was fun. Okay. How can they find you on the socials? On Instagram, just search Kelly Perry on the radio. On Facebook, just search Kelly Rick Perry. And on Instagram, just find me, Kelly on BBITM. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about our night as hosts of The Masked Singer, Red Wolves for St. Jude, the awkward moments, the moments where... Kelly thought she was going to pass out in front of everybody. The moment that I, you exhausted me. Well, I was just trying to get you ready for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we talk about some of the celebrities and the, the trials and tribulations of them having to wear these giant mascot heads and sing. You know, so it was pretty fun. So we talk about that. We kind of recap that. We also, uh, I, I go through this whole deal on how I'm supposed to be reading Twas the Night Before Christmas on Sunday for this giant Christmas tree lighting for NEA Baptist. Like, that's a big deal. It's like I'm honored to be invited to be the one to read to everybody. But it's not going to be just kids. It's going to be adults, too. You're going to be in panic mode about it. Yeah, because, number one, I'm a better ad-libber than I am a reader because, for the most part, my whole life I've just made stuff up. And it just happens. Maybe your wife and I will sit out in the stands and we'll just heckle you. No, I don't need heckling. But I also don't need anybody to be reading along with me because if I mess up a word and put a different word in there, nobody will know unless you're reading along. So I'm going to do a whole deal about how you're not allowed to read along. Uh, But anyway, um, then I audition some different sounds of what I might Uh need to be able to do. All that on the podcast today. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? 
The top 13 live elimination on The Voice. The, on The Bachelorette, Michelle takes the men to her hometown of Minneapolis, Minnesota. The eighth season premiere of The Flash. The season premiere of Riverdale. Uh, stand-up special, Michael Che, Shame the Devil on Netflix. Okay. Uh, stand-up. Let's see. And then tonight's schedule also includes The Resident, FBI, La Brea, FBI International, Chucky, Queens, New Amsterdam, and FBI Most Wanted. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.